What's up? This is Marcus and welcome to Brothers and Bourbon, where we give you the real spill. So make sure to check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Now, today's show is a good one. It's all about the bubble. We talking to King. We talking playoff P. We talking to Nuggets. We talking to Heat. We talking to Celtics. We talking to everything dealing with the bubble. It's all about the bubble, baby. The NBA playoffs. Let's do it. All right, welcome to Brothers and Bourbon. I got my brothers, I got my guys, I got Dana and Tony. Welcome to the podcast. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so before we get started, uh, you know, I I know Dana is a little mobile right now, but Tony, what what, what you drinking right now? Man, I got uh, Ciroc VSOP, man. I didn't have any bourbon, yeah. but uh, that's the closest thing I could get. Good, good enough. <laughs> Ciroc VSOP, no, that, that's, that's a good choice, man. That's a real good choice. Um, so I, I'm still I'm still working on this Elijah Craig. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Are you drinking anything, Dana? Water, uh, anything? Uh, not not at the moment, but I did just finish a, a nice uh, 2013 Malbec a little bit ago. So. <laughs> All right, <laughs> That, that, hey, that'll work. That'll um, work. I've been oh, on the wine kick, so we'll... yeah. yeah. I, all right, that's that sounds good, man. So now, 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 now let's get into it. Um, of, of course, the NBA bubble playoffs are going down right now. Uh, we we've all been tuning in to that. So before we, we get into what's currently going on, what's y'all thoughts on uh, the, the Clippers Nuggets series? Uh, the the Clippers they were up three one. They had big leads in all of the games. They two quote unquote superstars, but they they didn't show up in Game Seven. What, what's y'all thoughts on that series? Or what went wrong? Man, I'll tell you what went wrong. Um, playoff P. That was the first problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he shouldn't have given himself that moniker if he wasn't going to live up to it. Um, you know, he's always disappeared in the playoffs and I think he had like two good games this entire time since he went back to the bubble so um, they really were just leaning on Kawhi in that series and um, I think everybody just underestimated Denver I don't think anybody Uh was ready for the emergence of of Murray everybody knew what the Joker was about but but Murray even he caught me by surprise that's for sure yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with you. The, the playoff P, man, you know, if you're going to give yourself that moniker, you got to live up to it. And uh, and we've seen uh, Paul George, he, you know, since the, the Indiana series, oh, since he played for Indiana, that was like the last time that in the playoffs, he, he really did what, what we all feel he can do. Um, what, what's your thoughts, Tony? Yeah, I agree. I was uh, I was really shocked that uh, uh, playoff P. I thought I seen the funniest meme the other day. Uh, he had his bobblehead and uh, it said, "Beware of choking hazard." Uh, when there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, but even still, it, is it the chemistry? Because you know, I, I think. At the end of the day, if you go team by team, this the Clippers team was better than 
uh, that that Raptors team of last year. Uh, and 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 Kawhi, you know, he still pulled off the impossible. You know, we I, I know KD got hurt, Clay got hurt, but even to get up to that point, he went through some some good teams. Um, why wasn't he able to pull it out? You know, now. I think he was still one-on-one, though. I mean, as far as superstars were concerned, coming out of the East. Yeah. You know, he didn't have to really worry about a team that was going to come together and already have chemistry until he got to the finals. And then, you know, they were already depleted at that point in time. But um, I I really think that's what it was. You know, Kawhi, he's a beast. I'm not going to try to take that away from him. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the Raptors were the supporting characters that they needed to be. Whereas when you go to that, all right, we got two star system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it just, it, it doesn't look like it's going to work to me. I think they need to go ahead and blow it up. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think the role players last year, particularly Siakam, you know, they, they just, they knew their roles. They played it well. Um, I know Paul George said a lot about chemistry, but, you know, it just looked lack of, lack of days, a full lackluster, um, yeah. you know, with the superstars. And, uh, you know, I expected a, a, a lot more from them, particularly on the defensive end of the court. And that was that was a tragedy. Yeah. And, you know, I go back to when, when they first signed them to, to the Clippers. I think they were at the uh, Summer League. And, you know, uh, uh, Pat Bev, Lou Williams, they, they real – they were real geek. They were hype, and uh, it, it was LeBron and AD was at, at the summer league, and and I, I I seen a video where they were saying, "Hey, you, you can't you can't talk to us no more. Don't talk to us this season. <laughs> you know we taking it." So I I think that kind of played a role, and you know they they felt like, "Hey, it's going it's going through us. We got we got the Kawhi on our team. We got playoff P, and we we already got a team. We got Doc Rivers. You know so." Do you think that played a role as far as they kind of overlooked and they were looking at the Lakers like, hey, Battle of L.A.? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that they thought they had it locked. Um, yeah, um, particularly with, you know, you think about some of the other battles they had with uh, who's the guy, the other guy from the Raptors that the Lakers acquired, uh, Danny Green. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they thought they had their pieces and was, was a cut above them. Uh, yeah. But left the game, left the game, left their game behind. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you got to look at it on paper. On paper, they should be better. They yeah. should. They should be better. I mean, if you got Lou Will as your your third fiddle, so to speak, uh-huh. I mean, how many times has he won six man of the year? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he, I mean, that's, that's like the best bench player in the NBA. <laughs> um, so, and then Pat Bev, I, I don't like him at all, man. I, I just... You know, I, yeah, I, I, I got no respect for that dude. So, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, so with Pat Bev, is, is that is it kind of the thing? I hate him on the other team, but I love him on my team. Or would you still not? Nah, I don't want him on my team. <laughs> and I, I, don't, I don't want nothing to do with him, man. He's just a whole bunch of mouth. Yeah. Okay. I, and I agree with you. You know, I, I give him love because he's from Chicago, but. I'm like, man, Pat Bell, you got to do more than run your mouth, man. You got to get under people's skin. You know, uh, <laughs> I look at him like, um, what's that dude that played for Portland that was calling himself the Kobe stopper? Because he had, like, one good game against him. Oh, you know I mean, I mean? Like, uh, Was that Russell? 
No. Nah, no, who was his? No, this back in the day. He he, he went to uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, Ruben, yeah. Ruben Patterson. Um, Pat- Patterson. Ruben Patterson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Kobe Stopper, yeah. The Kobe Stopper, man. But, but just like Pat Bear, a lot of guys have built a career off of saying, I'm this. I'm the Kobe Stopper. I'm, you know, I'm a defensive specialist, you know. I, I remember Roger Bell a couple years ago against Kobe. He, he was, like, supposed to be a Kobe stopper. Uh, Bruce Bowen, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we had some guys who thought they could stop MJ, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm, I'm with you on Pat Bev. So, with, with that being said, do you, do you guys feel like playing on that neutral court has an effect on, on the games? Playing on that neutral court at, in the bubble. I, I think so. I think you saw some some real ballers show up, and yeah. you know, without the noise and the distraction, they, they just uh, came to ball, and, and you, you see it. And um, you know, particularly at the beginning of the bubble, some of those guys shocked me. Just the stats they put up, um, just the intensity in the game. I, I I think the neutral court definitely affected. Yeah, yeah, I think that has a huge effect. I mean, you know, it's one thing to have some two K noise in the background. <laughs> You know, I can concentrate through 2K noise. It's just just background noise. But, you know, when you got real fans screaming and and yelling all kind of crazy stuff at you and the pressure is really on because, you know, everybody's watching, not just at home, but there in the the crowds. I think I think that's changing the game. So now they're just down. This is playground ball with professionals. And and, uh, I think that's why we're getting a real high quality product right now. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like it is high quality because, you know, face it, all they have is basketball right now. They, they up in a the bubble. They can't go out. They can't spend money. They can't uh, mm-hmm. be in their, their cars, all these things, you know, that, that kind of take your mind off of the game tomorrow, you know. Yep. Uh, so that definitely plays a role. So do you, do you guys think that being in the bubble, it can actually neutralize – uh, a, a superior team, you know, like like for instance the Clippers. You know, we we felt like on paper and even in, in person they they looked like the superior team, you know, uh, versus some some of the teams out, especially out west. And then of course they 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 lose. I think it's. I really feel like we're not giving the Nuggets enough credit. Mm-hmm. They have a team. Yeah, yeah, you know, even watching these games, and I know, I know the Lakers spanked them that um, <laughs> the one game. But I mean, when you watch the team between these last two games, um, they they learn on the fly. They're piecing it mm-hmm. together, and everybody plays their part. So yeah. I really think that's what it was. I don't know how much the neutral court played into that. But I really feel like a lot of it came down to no one was respecting them mm-hmm. to the level that they should have been respected as far as how they're being coached, how they're yeah. making adjustments, and then how they're executing on the adjustments that they're putting out there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that neutral court does make a difference. Um, <clears throat> I think sometimes that fanfare, that noise, just that uh-huh. energy that you get, um, I think it can help or hurt. You know, so if you're a a team that's the underdog and you, you got your, your whole at home and they're rallying behind you that, yeah. you know, just that noise can give you that extra energy, that burst of adrenaline. And I think, uh, you know, vice versa, when you're not in the, you know, the, the lion's den playing a yeah. superior team, you feel like, Hey, we're just on a, 
we're in the city court and you know it's five and five and you know i can beat anybody so i, I think it's a i think it's a huge factor yeah I so think, uh, uh-huh and I was just saying, when, you know, AD hit that, that game winner the other day, the first thing he said, man, I wish this was in Staples just to hear the crowd go crazy. So, you know, I yeah. think uh, that's huge. Yeah, so, you know, and, and listening to you guys talk about that, you know, I, I think about playing, you know, uh, on a playground, you know, and I think about when, when you know, growing up, you know, I, I you go to the playground, you got your, you got your five already. you like, man... I know we better than these guys. You know, we, we got my man here. He's dunking. We got my man here with the handles. This guy with the shot. And then you guys get on the court. And then you end up losing to a, a team who's doing all the fundamentals. You know, you, you're on that neutral court. You got a guy 6'5". They got a, they tallest player 5'11". You know, and you end up losing. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I happened so many times to me growing up. We we thinking we got the best. You know, I'm 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 with guys on the basketball team, man. We, we we like we do this, and then we go out there, and now now we fussing and we arguing with each other. We end up losing the game. <laughs> you know, so is this is this similar to that? Do you think? Yeah. You on that neutral court. Yeah, so. when you put it that way, that's that's exactly what it looked like uh, with the Clippers <laughs> out there <Yeah>. too. <laughs> <laughs> right. On paper, I agree. And, you know, they they are the better team. But when when you think about Denver, man, they came down from three one up, twice. Times. So uh, are are we underestimating them or are they overachieving? I think that's uh, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think we're underestimating a little bit, and I think they they are overachieving as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think a little bit of both. Because to be honest, I thought they were the better team than Utah. You know, early on mm-hmm. in, a, in a bubble, Utah didn't mm-hmm. they, they didn't look good good at all. No. Then when, when uh, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Mitchell he started dropping them numbers, those stats, mm-hmm. and 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 you know they they start winning. I'm like, well, okay, well, and then for them to come back, and then the same thing happened against the, the Clippers. You remember that first game, the Clippers blew them out, right? And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, this this is kind of over. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, so I, I agree with you guys. I think it's kind of in the middle, over uh, uh, underestimating them, and then they they kind of overachieving at the same time. So so let's move into the two current series. What's y'all thoughts with the the Lakers Nuggets series right now? Currently, the Lakers sitting up uh, two to one. Lakers in six. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got them at five. See, so that's what I'm saying. Are, 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 are we overlooking them? Are we overlooking the Denver? You know? Nah, I just don't bet against LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Le- LeBron is different. Yeah. Different. Especially because, when he didn't have a good game. Like, uh-huh. coming off of that game three, he, did, uh-huh. he didn't play well. They lost. You already yeah. know which LeBron you're about to get going yeah. for and going forward in the series. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's why I, I'll – I'm actually looking for them to overachieve and win one more game. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, is, that MVP snub got LeBron different. Yeah, man. definitely. He's definitely. <laughs> got something to prove again. Got that chip back. So um, that's going to be tough to overcome. Yeah. Uh, but w- w- watching the game yesterday, you know, I, I, you know, I've seen this from the Lakers, from LeBron-led teams, where they, they kind of take their foot off the gas. 
and then you know and they got down big early and I, I'm like I've seen this before I, I, I know what's going to happen they're going to make that run late and it could possibly be too late you know because this is a good a good team you got Murray because of the thing about it Murray in, in, in their losses he probably only shot 12 shots but he was 7 for 12 you know right. And I thought about man as a young a superstar, you, you co- becoming a superstar, you gotta at least have twenty shots, at least, you know. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw. Mm-hmm. So. No, I agree. You know. Um. So, w- with that said, y'all, you you say five, you say they, the Lakers gonna win a six. So say LeBron does pull this off, he he pulls off this series, he wins a ring, he he wins another ring. You know, that's going to be year 17, Bron. Three different teams, four rings. That, that'll be four, right? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be four rings. Bringing the title back to L.A. Following in the steps of Kobe, Shaq, Magic, Kareem, Wilt, and the list goes on and on. So so not saying it's going to put him above Jordan. That's a different podcast. But if, <laughs> you know, that's a whole different conversation. But if he pulls this off, will this change the narrative on LeBron in any way? Yeah, I'm a little biased, so you know, I'm a, I'm a Cleveland fan, and he brought brought a ring 2016. I think so. I think uh, you know th- that's a that's a huge feat. Um, start to clean up that uh, Finals record. Um, you know, I think uh, you know, just the, the teams he's played with, and you know, getting this chip. I don't, I don't know. You got to respect it. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to go into my full spiel since you said that it's a it's another podcast because I have a whole lot of arguments that could we, lead up to that. Hey, but, we're, gonna, we're gonna come back to that one day. Yeah, but but what I will say about the situation is when LeBron was doing what he was doing, everybody said it's because he was in the East, not in the West. Mm-hmm. So now if he he left the East, goes to the West, and wins another ring while you're in the bubble, you don't have any kind of you know, seeding really doesn't matter. Home court advantage doesn't matter. You know, who cares how many digital fans they let be up in the stands? Yeah. Like, you're just playing ball. And in year 17, mm-hmm. that, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But I, I had a conversation with someone, and they told me, you know, um, this could possibly go down as the the most difficult championship ever. You know, if anybody else wins. Mm. But if LeBron wins, the narrative would be, hey, man, this was the easiest championship, man. He of course. Face the Warriors. He didn't. Of, so. of course. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how they, like I said, I'll say that for that other podcast. Right. Just, right. Send me a link when I you try to dumb my down too, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm on the same page as y'all, man, about that. You know, and, and me being. A Jordan fan, you know, growing up in Chicago, but like you said, that that's a that's another that's another podcast, man. That that'll get us off in, in a you know whole three hour conversation. Right. So all right, so uh I think Tony, you said what, five? You think they're they're gonna win in five? I think in five. And and, and Dana, you said in six. All right. I said in six. I'll give them one more game. Yeah, all right. I I'm 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 leaning towards six. I'm leaning towards six. So as far as the Heat and Celtics series, which is also 2-1, that they're currently going at it. Uh, a lot of good matchups, a lot of young talent. Which team is going to win and why? 
the heat because they got that dog Jimmy Butler out there. That guy. <laughs> he is a dog. He is a dog. Yeah, I, I got Miami as well. Yeah. I I just think that Miami has the better team to me. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> when I think about the guard play, they got Drogic. Uh, when mm-hmm. I think about the shooters, they got Hero, they got Robinson. I think about that dog, Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And then they, they got another dog in Crowder. Yeah. And then, you know, then they got the veteran. They got Haslam. They got mm-hmm. uh, Iguodala. And then you got Bam. You know, Bam, Bam out there, like yeah. Poor man. Bam, yeah, he's a poor man, Anthony Davis, right now. Mm-hmm. Also. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I just see them as being a better team right now. Uh, if you're going off talent, I think Tatum is the most talented out of, out of all of them. You know? I agree with that. Yeah, and I think you know I think um, Brown is talented too, but he just it's like he he uh, gives up. I don't know what. Yeah. No, I, I yeah I think he is he is definitely probably he, he's in the top five in this series as far as talent, but mm-hmm. yeah I, I think he kind of shrinks back at yeah. times. And Tatum Tatum don't shrink. Tatum he he going to get it. But I also think both. You know you got to bring that coach experience mm-hmm. into it, man. Being with the Heatles, you know, he, he had to learn a few things. When he won a couple titles, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it you know, easy. he doesn't get enough credit, man, because everybody talks about Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, he be, he's been there. He's been consistent through all this time period. I mean, they were making it to the playoffs when they shouldn't have been. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. So, both of y'all picking, picking the Heat. So, Who's going? So you got the Lakers going to the finals. Heat going to the finals. Who's going to win that series? And oh, oh, why? Why? Give, give me, give me some in depth as to why they, they they're going to win. I, I think we're all leaning to the Lakers. Yeah, I think uh, you know Butler's special man. Took the Bulls to the playoffs, but I don't yeah. think they've been since 2017. Um, he's got uh, the Wolves. He took. They haven't been since 2018, but. Uh, LeBron is on a mission, and I think when LeBron gets on a mission, you know, I think he understands Father Time is catching up. He's got limited time. He wants to secure his legacy, and I think uh, he's just playing on a different level right now. And he got a little rest, so he's not a uh, full season weary. So, I, yeah. I, and you got AD. I, I think uh, that that uh, experience in that roster just, you know, I think they uh, get the best of the Heat. Okay. I think they'll give him a a, fight, a good fight, but um, yeah. I think they get him. Okay. Yeah, back in December. I went to the Heat and Lakers game down in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, got a chance to sit there up close and personal and watch yeah. it. And uh, I think Anthony Davis is actually going to be the key in that series. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Bam is showing out, but he ain't had to play against nobody who got that kind of finesse, man. <laughs> he ain't had to deal with no AD. And uh, really, honestly, because Bam really does play the five, if you mm-hmm. move the slide AD over to the four and bring out a Dwight Howard or somebody, yeah. you just negated yeah. Bam all together and AD going to go off. They're not going to have anybody who can touch him. So, um, you know, either that or they can just keep feeding the post. And if they do put Bam on them and who's going to stop their bigs from doing whatever they want to do. So I just don't like, I don't like the matchup for the Heat. I don't think they'll be able to handle um, dealing with the Lakers on that. And then, of course, LeBron on top yeah. of that. 
the, yeah, the X factor. So, because Bam, he, he he has trouble with fouls. He, he gets mm-hmm. into foul trouble. So, just going back real quick, the, the, yesterday uh, with with the with the Lakers and and the Nuggets, I know they didn't put Dwight in till late. Do y'all mm-hmm. think they should have put him in earlier? Absolutely. Uh, Jokic? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what in the world. Listen. <laughs> Yeah, you, you heard what I had to say about Pat Bev. Uh huh. I feel twice as strongly about Javel McGee, man. <laughs> like, I, <don't... laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I don't understand that, man. So, um, yeah, they should have put the white in much earlier. Yeah, no, that that's what I was thinking, man. I'm watching the game. I'm like, where's the white? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, McGee is all over the place. McGee is, is it was decent for him during the during the season to start, you know, and give him a couple minutes, and then he, he's sitting for the rest of the game. But I feel like they played him an extended time on, on, in Game Three for some reason, and you know, McGee, you know that that's not his game, man. McGee yeah. is very shy with a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he's been raised out with a fade, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. But no, I, I definitely agree with with the Miami and, and that that Lakers assessment. Um, but can the Lakers win with just AD and Bron, man? Because to be honest, uh, um, Danny Green's shot has been off Oof. probably all season. <laughs> KCP has been up and down. You know, and I'm just looking at some of the shots, if Danny Green hit forty percent of the shots that he's been taking. Man, the Lakers will win every game in a blowout. Yeah, he he's been going two for twelve. You know, one for nine. You know, what, what y'all think about that? Can can they win without think, those guys? I think with the field that's left, yes. Uh, okay. You know, if um, if they would have run into a team playing small ball and shooting like Houston in uh-huh. the finals, yeah. After they had gotten banged up and had to fight through all their other battles, I would have been more concerned for them. Yeah. Just because of the fact that their shots aren't falling like that. But um, I still think, you know, whether it's the Heat or the Celtics, either of those matchups, the three-point shot is not going to be as crucial as it would be in some other instances. So I think they'll, they'll still be able to bang it out, especially because who who's going to stop AD or Brown in the paint with the people who are left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I think it'll cost them a couple games, but I think they'll still pull the series up. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm really liking run, uh, playoff Rondo. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been doing pretty good, um, and I, I like what what um, Caruso has been doing. Um, so yeah, I, I agree, man. I, I don't, I definitely don't see Boston contending with with the Lakers, um, but I I do think. Uh, the Heat will be uh, a formidable foe. So we all going with the Lakers. What, what's the, what's the how many games? I got them in six. Uh-huh. Now, see, I got them in five for the Heat. Five, five. <laughs> Man. I, I, I'm gonna have to go with six. You know, just just on the strength with Jimmy Butler, man. Mm-hmm. You know, because Jimmy Butler. You can't stop LeBron. LeBron can only stop himself. But Jimmy has given LeBron some, you know, 
I, I don't know if it's necessarily been Jimmy or that I'm, I'm thinking about that Chicago Bulls team back in the day with, with mm-hmm. Rose and, and uh, Luau Deng and, and Yakim Noah. But man, it seems like he always give, he, he makes LeBron work a little harder than, than, than normal. Now, I agree, but I don't think they're going to give Bron that matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they'll they'll put somebody else on them and let guys go through and get their fouls. They might even open up their rotation for one more person to put them out there. I don't think they want Bron really having to defend Jimmy Butler plus supply the offense. I yeah. mean, he is in year 17. Not saying he hasn't been getting it on defense, but I don't know. I just feel like they're going to share the load on that and, and uh, you know. The, yeah, the rest I, of it, the rest of the matchups just don't look favorable to me. Yeah, no, I agree, man. That, that's, that's good stuff. So finally, man, the the last thought or question I had, you know, since we're talking about the bubble, you know, give me your your, your top two young players right now. Top two young players that you, if you were the GM right now, that you will build a team around. Who who would you choose and why? And and mind you, it's a lot of players out there now, man. We got Luca. We got Trey, we got Tatum, Jokic, Booker, Zion, uh, John Morant. It's a lot of players. Mm -hmm. Give me your two that you will build a team to win a championship around right now. Dang. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. Tony, I'm going to let you go first on (laughs) (laughs) Man, I mean... I consider Giannis still young, so I mean, I'm. Man, that whoa, 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 whoa! Giannis, what? Wait, Giannis, two-time 30, MVP. <laughs> I mean, Giannis at least twenty-eight. I'm talking about a young talent, man. I'm talking about twenty-three and less. Nah, I think Luca showed us something. Um, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna definitely take Luca. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna go with Luca and J- Ja Morant. Um, I like Ja Morant's game. I like his heart. We can't teach heart. And uh, just watching him play. I think he's got to play a little smarter. He's a little reckless at times, yeah, but I yeah. think uh, I'm gonna go with those two. Okay, so so Luca and John, and that that's that's a great pick, and I, I think their games could, could complement each other because uh, you know because Luca is he's kind of ball dominant, uh, but but John can play off of that, and I think they can play play well off of each other. Uh, I think he he can throw a couple lobs up to John, you know. So they'll they'll be able to play uh, pretty good together. Yeah, I, w- I would have put Zion in that mix if they would have made the bubble. I, think I, <laughs> I know we we you know we need to see some more from Zion. Yeah. In the NBA. Yeah, if y'all get Zion some slim fast, then I'll pick him. <laughs> <laughs> While he three hundred pounds, I ain't picking him. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm thinking how how old is uh, Jokic? Man, Yoke is pretty young still, man. All right, then I'm I'm, I'm going all bigs. I'm going Luca and Jokic, man. That's yeah. That's that's the way I would go. Yeah, that that would be tough. I, I think I, I'm looking at who would I want to see play. But man, Jokic and and, and Luca next to each other, man. Yeah, like who's gonna stop that? Yeah, that's tough, man. That's tough. How you, you're gonna score 110 points every night, and, and 90 of them gonna be from the post. <laughs> yeah. Because, man, uh, Jokic, that shot, man, he shoots so high. Mm-hmm. He has so many moves, and he can hit the three, and yeah. he can dribble and pass. I, I'm really impressed by him. I mean, he he's finessing. 
he's finessing people all over the court. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I was leaning toward like a Luca and maybe a, a, a Tatum or a Booker. Mm. But man, I, I like that Luca and Yoki. Jokey. The Joker. The Joker. <laughs> Make it easy on all yeah. this. But no, no, that 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 would be tough, man. That would be that would be real tough. Uh because like you said, Luca, he showed me some against the Clippers, man. He really did. And uh, cause you know, they 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 pretty much gave him a Jordan rules, man. They were beating mm-hmm. him up and uh and he he still kept going. Yeah. All right, so that, that that's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all. Uh, it's official. Y'all just gave us the real spiel. Uh, so, uh, again, we, we're going to have y'all on in the future, man. Um, so, everybody sit with us next time on Brothers and Bourbon. Uh, don't forget, you guys can check us out on Anchor, Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. So, pretty much, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can check uh, Brothers and Bourbon and this uh, particular podcast out so i appreciate it guys uh we'll get together next time and have that that conversation that jordan lebron conversation we have to talk about it man go ahead and set three hours aside. right That's it, at least <laughs> all right brothers i appreciate it no thank, thank you, you. Yep.